Are you thinking about getting into Dungeons & Dragons? Maybe you're looking to expand your horizons as a DM or a player. If that's the case, then it's time for you to check out The Dungeon Cast, the best D&D podcast out there that helps you passively learn all about the game just by listening. Join co-hosts Will and Brian as they break down the lore of a rich multiverse 50 years in the making in a light-hearted and beginner-friendly way. They cover everything from character creation options to tips for dungeon masters. There's something for everyone, no matter how long you've been playing TTRPGs. Find the Dungeon Cast anywhere you get podcasts or on YouTube. Yeah. So when my parents told me that I kind of blew it in that aspect, I was like, oh gosh, no, because I really wanted to get that role. I was so invested in the character already. I was like, I have to get this role. So I was like, can you guys film me talking about myself? And they were like, and it's so weird. What are you talking about? And I was like, film me. I'm going to sit down. You're going to film me. And I'm going to talk about me and my life. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I did. And I just sat down. I used my closet as my background. I sat down from the camera and just talked for like two minutes, five minutes. to just about me, my personality, my life. And I had my agent send it to them. Hello, world, and welcome back to another episode of Thanks for Coming In. I'm your host, Jillian Clare. If this is your first time tuning in, this is the show where I speak to fellow actors about their journey in the industry, and I make them share some bad audition stories with me. If you're not subscribed to the show, make sure to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to it right now, and uh, check out the links in the show notes. Uh, There's all the social media stuff down there, some fun things going on. Also, if you join our Patreon, which we just launched, you can get this entire interview on video. So check that out if you're interested. I just got back from Nashville. It was so fun. My two close friends moved there during the panorama. And um, it was so fun to visit them. And I had like the best food of my life. Shout out to the Buttermilk Ranch and 210 Jack and uh, Catbird Seat. Incredible food. Just insane. Um, I had a blast. Nashville, I will be back. Also, okay, if you live in Nashville or if you've been to Nashville or if you're going to Nashville, check out the White Limousine, which is like a Dolly Parton themed bar. So cool. So fun. Loved it. Um. So that's it. That's that's life over here. And now I'm just getting back in the swing of things. And speaking of, let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Today we have Anae and Mirabelle Lee, twin sisters, both kicking butt, both fantastic actresses. You may remember Anae from uh, The Babysitter's Club where she played Jessie or maybe the film The Sun is Also a Star. Uh, Mirabelle has a new Disney series coming out called Saturdays. And uh, you may have seen both of them in, you know, uh, Veep and Slapface and uh, Sydney to the Max, The Upshaws, Henry Dangerous Force, you know, be positive, everything, essentially. Um, they are kicking butt out here, and it was so fun to talk to him. So here's my conversation with Ana and Mirabelle. And welcome to the show, Mirabelle and Ana. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having us. Thanks for coming on. I'm so excited to talk to you both. You both are just kicking butt lately and doing so many fun things. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but before we get into all of the fun stuff that you're doing now, the first thing that I always like to do is go back in time and ask what made you both want to be actors? Honestly, there wasn't really a specific thing that made us want to become actors. We all kind of just got into yeah. the industry by accident, honestly. Yeah, yes. we, all, we were always set up to become ballerinas. That's what our mom wanted us mm-hmm. to become. And um, wow. 
Yeah, but then we got into modeling by accident because a photographer came up to us and asked us to model for his clothing line. And we were like, okay, why not? Like, <laughs> sure. And then from those photos, we submitted to modeling agencies and stuff like that. And then our modeling agent sent us out on a movie audition. I don't wow. even know how she got that audition, honestly, yeah. thinking about it. But we did it, and we got the role. And then from that experience being on set, I realized, like, at five years old, I was like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. This is so much fun. And yeah, now we're here. <laughs> and now you're here. Wow. So you were five when you first started this journey? Yes. Yeah. We were actually, well, actually, we were like four, well, actually. Yeah, we were and four. And it was like five when we actually got onto set for the first time. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Do you have any recollection of what that first set was like? I have a little bit. I remember we were really close with uh, Zoe Saldana, who played our mother in the movie. Mm -hmm. And she really took us under her wing because we didn't really know what we were doing. My parents (laughs) didn't know what we were doing. (laughs) None of nobody in our family has been ever been in the entertainment industry. Yeah, our our mom's a lawyer. Our dad's an engineer. Like, so far off. From acting, and yeah, none of them have been in this entertainment industry before, so so yeah, clueless. Yeah, but so she just took us under her wing, and I remember on my last day, I like cried so hard, (laughs) I had to leave her, and then like I was like embarrassed, I was crying, and she was like, "Why are you crying?" I was like, "Um, I miss my grandmother. I miss my grandmother." She was like, "You miss your grandmother?" I was like, "Yeah, I miss my grandmother." (laughs) (laughs) Like it has nothing to do with you, Zoe. I swear. Wow. Um, well, lucky you to have Mama Lee being a lawyer. Hello. That's mm-hmm. great to have in the entertainment industry. Um, yeah. <laughs> I bet yeah. Mama comes in handy. Oh, yes, yeah. Oh, sure. totally. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so you do this movie when you're five, and then obviously, um, you know, for most people, maybe they don't know this, but when you're twins, you're a great asset as child actors because there's two of you mm-hmm. and it makes things a lot easier. But I'm wondering when did you kind of see the separation of saying, Oh, we can have our own separate careers now mm-hmm. as well as working together. I don't think it was ever a moment where we decided to like have separate career. It was just like a day where they stopped booking us as twins and <laughs> they just booked one of us instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Because as you grow older, um, like now on set, we can work like, I don't know, twelve hours. I, I don't. I don't even know if that's know. actually the age. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know how much. Hours. It's a lot though. Like I can yeah. work pretty much all day now. But when you're five years old, you can only work five hours. Yeah. So and obviously you can't get like that on a movie set or on a TV show set. Five hours seems like a lot, but like it's really mm-hmm. not. So <laughs> hiring twins is super actors who can literally work all like, day, for 20 all day. Hours. Like so. What we would do is one of us would work in the morning and then while the other one would be in the trailer and then when my time ran out then Ripple would step on and she would take over so then we could work all day. I mean, it's it's incredible, and you know, it's it's something that um, I feel like a lot of people who are in the entertain, in entertainment industry realize is that a lot of the times when you see younger actors, there are twins involved yeah. because yeah. it's it helps with the filming process. Yeah, it, does. it does. We did that um, recently, actually, for like the weekend music oh, video. Yeah. That was oh. a shock. I didn't know. I honestly have no idea why, why they got booked twins for it. Because um, <laughs> the actor alongside us, he was also a child, and he worked, like, longer. I think, just, I think they just really liked us and wanted both of us and just couldn't decide. 
I think they were actually originally supposed to book um, for the um, the boy who was playing opposite us. And it, I yeah. think um, it was supposed to be twins, too. But then Ian, the kid that they booked, mm-hmm. was they just loved him he so much. He was just perfect. He was perfect and for then, it. And um, then that whole, whole then, process, I don't know why. They just really yeah. liked us, too. So we just, <laughs> they just couldn't switched. pick. And they were like, why not do both? So I yeah, was like, so all right. We just switched back and forth. <laughs> I mean, why not, right? You why might not? as well. I think all of the indoor scenes, that was Mirabelle. And then I mean, all of the outdoor scenes, that was me. <laughs> wow. How was it working on um, a set with The weekend? Was it pretty cool? It was so yeah. cool. I, we didn't end up meeting him. I, I wish. wish. I would have died like if I had met uh, him. I no, love The weekend. Oh, yeah. We that, were, like, it was such a like confusing, crazy, crazy thing because, because we never auditioned for it. Um, and we, we was just one day they, my dad got a text message that I think we and were it was like, for really it. weird. We thought it was a scam. Yeah, we thought it was a scam because my first, age, they don't contact my dad. Like yeah. if anyone were to be contacted, it would be my mom. Yeah, you know. First of all, they don't text when you book something. They don't you text don't text you either. No, <laughs> they, they usually the call you yeah, and they, say, "Hey, by the way, you, you just booked something." Like an email. offer letter through email. Yeah, or right. through our agents. So the fact that it came to our dad, we were like, what? Like, we don't even give our dad's number to anyone. <laughs> so we were just really confused. So like one day we were at school, and then my teacher was like, you guys are getting picked up early. And I was like, what? Um, yeah. Okay. So like I, we get in the call, and you're like, okay, you guys are going to go film a music video. And I was like, okay. what? What? Yeah, and we so didn't strange. find out it was the weekend's music video until we were literally on our way to set. Yeah, because so they showed us. <laughs> Because they, they were like, oh, yeah, the video is for the weekend's Die For You. And then I, I thought that was a code name. Because I was like, well, this song has been out for a while. Like, yeah. No, they, like, that's no why would they do that? Nope. No, then I showed them said They started playing the music. And, I was like, and it was, like, very much real. And I was on my way to set. I was like, okay, guys, so you need to keep the car, like, very close. Because this could, this totally could be a scam. scam. They could be trying to kidnap us. Like, so <laughs> you got to keep the car close. Keep the engine on. We're going to run out if anything's wrong. No, we stayed. It was kids. It was real. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so weird. So yeah. random. It was so random. Was I don't just... know how any of it happened. I did not audition. I don't know how they even knew who I was. <laughs> um, but thank you. Wow. Thank you. Thank you, you. Really thank you so much. <laughs> it was really cool. Yeah. Wow. Um, that's incredible. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk a little bit about your most recent projects. Anae, you were recently in The Babysitter's Club. How was filming such an iconic book series and bringing that to life? It was amazing being able to bring that series to life again. Because, I think, I mean, they had movies um, for The Babysitter's Club. They had another TV show for The Babysitter's Club. So this is something that they've rebooted before. And I think it was really cool to be able to do a reboot of it but in like modern times yeah so that was really cool to do and just bringing those books to life bringing the characters to life I remember when I auditioned for the part I read so many Jesse books <laughs> um, that was my pastime in school when we were filming the first season I would just read like, just all the Jesse books I and it was just like so fun just to be able to like play that character I was just reading the book and I was like wait that's like kind of me. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. love that when you're reading Amazing. about a character and you're like, dang, that, that is me. I got yeah. it. Cool. Interesting. Um, and then Mirabelle, you, okay, we're going to get into your new show Saturdays, but I want to talk to you about um, the animated show El Defo that you're on. Mm-hmm. So you voice three different characters. Yes, I do. Sarah, Becky, and Ellen. 
Okay, and do they interact with each other? Or do you ever find yourself in the studio where you're just like talking to yourself? Um, I can't recall if they interact because basically when um when you do like a voiceover um show, you literally it's not like you're filming with like other actors and you know exactly what's going on in the scene. Like they literally tell you a line, say it, say it, and you repeat it, and then they put it all in the show. So I think they interact. Actually, no, I don't think <laughs> they do. I don't think they do, but it was. <laughs> But since I'm playing, like, three different people, I'd have, like, three distinct voices. So that was a little, it was a little hard, but with, like, our amazing director and, like, the help of Cece Bell, they helped me create, like, these super fun voices for them. So, yeah. It's always interesting, too, when you're, when you're, you know, voicing a character, uh, you're trying to find like how they would say certain words because you have this distinct voice that you would make for them. And then yeah. you're like, wait a second. I don't think that's the voice. And then you like slip out of it. And you're like, wait a second. No, we got to yeah. go back. <laughs> yeah. It was very it's interesting. <laughs> yeah. It was very interesting. Cause like my, um, it was like my audition, um, like the voice that I did for the audition, completely different from what's actually <laughs> in the show. Because like, I'm, not like I know people that are like they're voiceover actors I'm Mm -hmm. not really like I'm a voiceover actor but not I don't do that much voiceover I usually do just like film and tv Mm -hmm. so like for my audition like I didn't I don't know why I didn't think to do like three different voices like I just did them like slightly different and then they were like okay we really like your voice but like make it different and I would just like put on like the dumbest voice I could possibly think of (laughs) and it worked and they were like that's awesome we love that and that was my voice for Ellen (laughs) that's that's wow voiceover you just the unexpected things happen like there was this one time when I was younger I was really sick I had the cold my throat was just I don't know what, I don't know what type of disease I had, but (laughs) my throat was messed up. I, my voice was super scratchy, super croaky, and I got this voiceover audition in. I was like, mom and dad, I can't do this. Like, my voice sounds a mess. I'm never going to book this. And I just do it anyways, and I, like, you, it's very quick. And I was like, okay, fine, fine. I ended up booking it, but then when I, I have to film it. I'm no longer sick anymore. Right, so, so you don't I, have that voice. The, the <laughs> night before, I just, like, screamed into a pillow <laughs> as much as I could. Like, can you, like, do it, like, how you do it in your audition? And she was like, oh, I was sick. I was, like, kind of sick when I filmed that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I, that happened to me once I had been auditioning for a pilot and I had been sick and I had lost my voice. And so when I went in, it was, like, I had, like, this really cool, like, crackly voice and stuff and then when I went to producers they were like that's not what I remember I'm like yeah I tried screaming and singing really loud to get my voice back there did not work Mm -hmm. (laughs) um let's talk a little bit about the roles that you've done together did I did I see that it was Blacklist and Veep did you guys Mm -hmm. do those ones together yeah we did those when we were younger we did those together um and that was again we did the whole uh in the daytime, it was, like, I forgot if it was mine or an A's, but we had, like, in the daytime, let's say it was me. At nighttime, mm-hmm. it was an A. So we never really saw each other on yeah. set. That's so funny. <laughs> but, like, like, when one of us was in the trailer, like, we would literally be watching Barbie movies, and then we'd be like, okay, come to set now. I'd be like, okay, and we just switch off. <laughs> so for, like, one second, okay, oh, hey, I'm on set. <laughs> We're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we'll be right back. Are you thinking about getting into Dungeons & Dragons? Maybe you're looking to expand your horizons as a DM or a player. 
If that's the case, then it's time for you to check out the Dungeon Cast, the best D&D podcast out there that helps you passively learn all about the game just by listening. Find the Dungeon Cast anywhere you get podcasts or on YouTube. And back to the show. So I know that you were a lot younger then, but um, did you guys ever talk about like how you would play the character or were you mostly playing just how you thought each other would play it? Uh, whoa, why do we why not we talk about that? that? <laughs> we never planned. That was kind of, why do we do that? <laughs> I think we just got really lucky and we ended up playing the character the same way. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. Well, now, because um, I think back then, we were just like super, super like We like acted the exact same mm. way, so it just came out mm. the same. Now we like have completely different ways we would read um like read lines, like it's very different. So if we just got lucky, so yeah, we just got lucky. I don't know. I think when I was younger, I just didn't think about like the logistics yeah, that much. I would just like show up to set sometimes, and be like, okay, I know my lines. Right. Yeah. I would just say, I would just Let's have fun. It. Yeah, that was. I and I probably should have like, I probably we should have probably like sat down together, oh, like yeah, prepared, like okay, approach this the character. This is our personality, and this and this and that. Like, no, we just didn't do it. We just showed up. We just. I mean, because, like, in the Blacklist, the scene, it was pretty straightforward of how we should act. We, like, I mean, we got shot, so cry. <laughs> yeah, just cry. But, like, we both just collectively decided to be, like, a moody eight-year-old, and we yeah, never talked about it. And, and I was Amazing. Like, Good job. Yes, we did yeah, that. Just Linked on up. the same wavelength there. The twin thing really worked in your favor. Yes, yes actually. <laughs> Um, that's amazing. Uh, let's talk a little bit about, Anna, you were in, um, the Upshaws. Mm -hmm. How is that? Is that filmed in front of a live audience? Um, so it's a multi-camera show, but it wasn't filmed in front of a live audience simply because of COVID restrictions at the time. Interesting. So yeah, there was a lot of COVID restrictions during the time I was filming Upshaws. Upshaws. Um, so yeah, there wasn't a live studio audience, but um, it was still multicam, which is very different from mm-hmm. filming a single camera show like the Babysitters Club is, because multicamera is very interesting. You could, when you turn this way, it's like, oh, this is a school hallway, but then you right. turn this way, cameras. <laughs> <laughs> well, in single camera, it's like you're in a house, and like there's cameras in that house, but it's still always a house all around, mm-hmm. you know. So, so interesting, interesting that you had to film without a live audience in, in a show that would normally have that. Mm-hmm. I think our live audience was the crew. They would they would <laughs> do the laughing. And so when there was a funny line, they would say, like, ha, 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 like that's what they would be doing. Oh my gosh. The crew was probably more worn out than you guys at the end yeah, of the day probably. just from laughing, laughing or fake laughing or whatever they were doing. <laughs> Um, and then Mirabelle, you're about to be on the brand new Disney show Saturdays. What can you tell us about it? Um, well, I can say that a lot of roller skating, obviously, and that was so much fun. Roller skating is now like one of my favorite activities to do. Um, but when I was actually when all of us were auditioning, none of us knew how to roller. I mean, no, not none of us. Um, some of us did, but some of us didn't. Um, but they put us all in, like, skate training, no matter what. Yeah. But I don't know why we lied. Like, I mean, it worked out in our favor. <laughs> but they're like, do you have any roller skating experience? And I was like, heck yeah, I have yeah. roller skating experience. I love going to the roller rink with my mom, and we practice our tricks together. That's a complete lie. <laughs> I just wanted the roll. Yeah. And, you know, 
It doesn't matter because a lot of other people lied too. They knew it. <laughs> <laughs> it was fine. I just went to skate training and I remember loving it actually. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I just went to skate training and I'm a really fast learner. So we had like, I think two weeks to wow. basically become professional roller skaters. Um, and we have amazing stunt doubles too. So they're doing all like the really complex, cool tricks, but we still have to like learn to like roller skate and like perform these um, routines. So it was stressful um, because you're on a time crunch and you're also like learning choreography and stuff. Mm. But we did it in the end and we all killed it. Heck yes. And that comes out March 24th. Um, yes. That's very exciting. Rollerblading, man, that's cool. Yeah. I did not know that because um, I did not know that roller skating had like like roller skating whole competitions and oh yeah um, with uh dancing and cool tricks like I always associated roller skating with just going around the rink you know <laughs> and but that's like it's that's a part of the show but it also shows like a whole other side of roller skating that I don't think a lot of people see which is the competitions and that's the fun part of it and when we were filming those type of scenes it was just has such an amazing energy to it Mm, that's so fun uh you mentioned earlier that um you guys would have completely different takes on a role now that you're older uh do you have different methods of breaking down roles too are there certain things or certain like superstitions that you have about how you break down something before you go into a room um I don't know the way I just like break down a role I, I read the script um the first few times I read it I try to do it like dry not really adding anything to it like personality wise just so I can get the lines down and what I like to do when I just film my auditions is I just like try it I film it one way like a bunch of times and then and this is something my acting coach just told me to do he was like just do it different don't think about it don't even plan how you're gonna do it different but just say it different I was like, mm. okay, that's kind of weird sure uh, <laughs> but I just did it and I was like oh Wait, and I think it's just something that's just amazing about auditions, and specifically self-tapes. It's just finding the beauty in the mistakes. There's so many times where I'll mess up on a line, and then I try to, like, jump back into it. it but that that mistake is something I could have never thought of, and it ends up mm-hmm. being really good. And it's not anything anyone else can think of because it was a mistake. So mm-hmm. it's going to be completely different from everybody else and it's just this unique kind of touch to your audition that makes you really stand out yeah and I do that as well but when preparing for a role like when you got the role no matter how small no matter if it's small big whatever I will always create a playlist for my character we both do that and it could be like off, it can be kind of off of what like the um, writers think that they would listen to. Because I remember in Saturdays, um, I made a whole playlist for my character because I would listen to that every single day on the van ride to set. And me and my castmates, we would also like. This sounds kind of crazy, but we would meditate <laughs> to Rihanna. And, oh, I love that. <laughs> and when you see the show, like you're gonna know why we meditate to Rihanna, like why we needed that energy, <laughs> but because. In like, okay, we were, like, doing school, and they're like, okay, guys, work, like, do your schoolwork and stuff, but they, like, leave the room for a few seconds, and we're like, all right, meditation time, we put on Woo by Rihanna, we would sit in a circle, we go, like, hmm, whatever, to Woo by Rihanna, and then we would walk in a set with this, like, 
newfound confidence. Like we were literally walking a runway show. We'd be silent, skating, like, tying our um, our laces, going to set and kill it. And they were like, whoa, what did you guys do? And we're like, Rihanna. Rihanna. I love Rihanna. Rihanna. That's who. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, a, well, it's amazing what music can do. Like it, it really does get you into a certain mood or it can change your mood or help you feel a certain way. I love that y'all did that. I think that's so brilliant. Yes. And it seriously works. Like I, I do it for, I now like meditate to like a specific song with like a character all the time now, because it's like, it really just helps you. It helps you create like a backstory for it. Cause you can use the lyrics as like, Hey, this is what the character is going through. Mm. And past time you know but also just like you now can capture their energy with like the beats of the music yeah uh so on this show we like to share um audition stories that have gone awry and you guys have shared a couple but i'm wondering if you have any um that you would like the listeners to to know about to hear i think my audition process for the babysitters club was pretty interesting so i just did um a regular self-tape i had to um, also film a dancing part to that, so I got my ballet coach just to help me with that. That part was pretty normal. I submitted the self-tape, and I think it was, like, one or two days later, I got a call back, um, that they needed, they wanted me to do a Zoom director session, and I was like, okay, you know, this is, I, read, I did a bunch of research on Jesse, read, like, a thousand different articles, read some chapters from books, um, and I went into that director session. I thought I killed it, personally. I thought I killed it. And I, when I hung up the call, my parents were like, oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, what? What did I do? And they were like, she didn't realize. blew it. And I was like, what are you talking about? I blew it. Because and they didn't realize that she was, like, really nervous, that she was kind of, like, silent. Yeah, I didn't talk. <laughs> so really the only time I talked was when I was saying my lines. And... The number one rule that my mom taught me when I was really young for auditions is to never give one-worded answers. And that's exactly what I did. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, I, because when I was younger, my mom would always teach me, like, you can can never give one-worded answers. Because also, I was very big on commercials when I was younger, so they want to see your personality. Like, if they asked me, what's your favorite color? And I would say pink, and I would go on a whole spiel of why pink was my favorite color and how it became my favorite color. And that's exactly, that's what I should have done on this session, but I did not, and I was like, oh, where are you from? Philadelphia. <laughs> How did you get into dance? Uh, I was going to ask three. My mom put me in it. My mom put me in dance. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh, we were, the entire family was like secretly like listening in, like, oh, what's going on? And then we were like, this is not even a name. Yeah. Like, she I, killed it in her, like, she killed it in her um, scenes. We're like, yeah, she killed that. Oh, my god! But, like, her personality, was, was, no, personality was, why did you do that? Yeah. So <laughs> when my parents told me that I kind of blew it in that aspect, I was like, oh, gosh, no, because I really wanted to get that role. I was so invested in the character already. I was like, I have to get this role. So I was like, can you guys film me talking about myself? And they were like, and it's so weird. What are you talking about? And I was like, film me. I'm going to sit down. And you're going to film me. And I'm going to talk about me and my life. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I did. And I just sat down. I used my closet as my background. I sat down from the camera and just talked for like two minutes, five minutes. It just about me, my personality, my life. And I had my agent send it to them. And I booked it like a day later. So. Oh my gosh. Brilliant. <laughs> Good move. And yeah, it was a very odd move, but it worked. Yeah. 
Wow. Well, and it's it's cool, too, that you were like, you know what? That's not the end of it for me. I'm going to yeah, fix my mistake yeah. and I'm going to try to see how I can get this role, which worked. <laughs> Amazing. Great story. Great story. And what about you, Mirabelle? You got okay, one? Um, I think my funny audition story would probably be when um, for that for Janie for Blood Ties with our first yeah. movie. <laughs> Because basically it was my first audition. I was a model. I was not an actor. I'd never even done any like stage performances at my yeah. school. No, nothing with acting ever. So I go in and there was like a few lines, and I just like just don't know what to do. Like I just, <laughs> I don't. Like, maybe I didn't. I just didn't say my lines. Like they were like, all right, them. action. And I just like didn't say my like, lines. I was playing with a little teddy bear that they gave me. And I was adorable. Like, they were like, oh, she's cute. But, like, <laughs> why did she do that? <laughs> and I was like, but I didn't know I was doing anything wrong. Because, like, I've never done an audition before. Commercial auditions are completely different. They literally mm-hmm. you go in, they go, hey, how was your summer break? You talk about your summer break. Hey, you booked the JCPenney commercial. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's what it is. At least for, like, little kids. Um, so it was very different. I very much blew it. Yeah. Embarrassing when I look back at it. Um, <laughs> but then my mom was like, again, like with our family, we really, we don't um, go down without a fight. So my mom calls the di- casting director, A.V. Kaufman. A.V. Kaufman's like one of the biggest directors yeah, she's in New York. Yeah, pretty she's big. Pretty, yeah. And she calls her and it's like, please give my girls another shot. And I don't even know how yeah. my mom had the confidence to do this. Yeah, she used her little lawyer skills to convince yes. her. I don't know how she convinced her. Again, Miss Mama I so, Lawyer comes in. Yeah, right? I so blew it. I wouldn't even give myself another chance. Yeah. But <laughs> this time, I was prepared. My mom was like, all right, this is exactly what you need to do. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, maybe. Now I know. I got this. I go in there. Um, yeah, we go in there. We do the scene. And we book it on the spot. And I was like, oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> Thanks. So, I don't, again, I don't know how I booked it on the spot either. So, that whole... <laughs> That whole audition process was, I'd say, luck for me. It was just yeah. a lot of luck. Because I don't know, I went in there to audition for it, and she came out, and like, we would love to have the girls play Janie. And I was like, how did you even come to that conclusion? Because I was just playing with the teddy bear my last audition <laughs> two days ago. But oh, wow. I guess I killed it so much. <laughs> and then they booked us, and then we spent a few months in New York filming. <laughs> wow, that is amazing. Um, shout out to Mama for yeah. one having yes. the courage to call Avi Kaufman, which I don't think I even have the courage to do. I don't, um, I don't have the courage to call any casting director. No, yeah, no. I mean that's wild. And then also like instilling that same sort of tenacity in you both, and mm-hmm. seeing how that has actually helped you in your you know becoming adults as actors, which is amazing. Yeah. Um. So you're both. Are you both still in school now? Yes. yes, we go to in-person school, which I okay. really prefer. I know a lot of actors do online school, but I just I just can't. I feel like it. I don't learn anything. <laughs> yeah. Are you in it's, high school or are you in college? We're, we're in high school. school. We're in 10th grade. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Look at that. And then what do you guys think? Are you going to try to maybe do college at the same time as acting? Or are you going to take yeah. a break? Yeah, or? I think so. We want to go to college in England. That's something we really want to do. Mm-hmm. So um, it really depends on like where I am in life. Ideally, I just want to do the whole, um, like I graduate high school, summer, college. Yeah. But like, let's say if I'm working on a show at the time, I'll 
probably have to take a gap year and then I would go to college. But I know for a fact that I will go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely going to go to college one day. I think that education is very important. And I definitely want to get that higher sense of education because we also want to study film studies, which is not really a class I can take in school. So Mm. I definitely want to do that because Mm. we also not just we don't want to just be actors like obviously we want to be an actor for the rest of my life but we also want to be um, script writers and directors and producers when we get older yeah so i think that would definitely help um, in the film industry speaking of education you guys started the beatrice martin foundation can you tell the listeners what that is so the beatrice martin foundation is a foundation to help promote literacy amongst young children um just giving books to daycare centers, giving books to libraries and underprivileged communities because I know how much books and reading have helped me and helped my family members. Um, It's actually named the Beatrice Martin Foundation because uh, Beatrice Martin is my grandmother's grandmother and she introduced my grandmother to the love of reading because it came from very humble beginnings and she didn't have much education, but her education was reading was reading Mm -hmm. books and that helped her so much just grow as a person and Mm -hmm. grow in her career yeah and then she like from that introduction for the love of reading she ended up like going to college and like going getting a higher education and now she's a teacher yeah she became a teacher then she taught my mom that same love of reading and Mm -hmm. obviously my mother is very a very very smart person she went to law school like I I honestly I don't know Uh, but yeah. and then my so, mom passed that love of books to us as well. So we just want to do wow. the same um, with uh, other kids and just yeah share the uh, art of reading with everyone else and just show that with the comfort in the comfort of your bed or the comfort of your library with a book you can travel all across the world and experience so many new things. I love that. I think that's really important work and um, it's beautiful that you have started that foundation in your great grandma's name. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So the last thing that we're going to do here is we're, we're going to do a new thing. This is the first time we're doing this. It's going to be Ooh. a lightning round. Five questions. Super quick. Okay. Don't think. Just answer. Are you ready? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Texting or talking? What? Uh, I said no thinking. Depends on the person. Depends. On, yes, depends. On the you person. know, if it's a new person texting, because okay. talking is kind of scary sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Ideally, talking. Okay. Yeah. TikTok or Instagram. TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> that was yeah. so quick. Uh, place you want to visit the most? Ooh, England. Oh, uh, Bora Bora. Oh yeah. Bora Bora. Okay. Um, show that you're binging right now. Uh, Abbott Elementary, the Gossip Girl reboot. Yeah, okay. Reboot. And favorite actor or actress of all time? Uh, Natalie Portman or Yarshidi. Zendaya. Oh yeah, Zendaya. Or Viola Davis. Yeah. Good job. Thank you. I love a little <laughs> lightning round. Very fun. You were both very into the TikTok answer. Very yes, quickly. Yes, I'm on TikTok way too much. Yeah. I should probably a lot. I should probably <laughs> not <get> off. <laughs> Well, speaking of social media, uh, can you share what your social media is so that people can follow you on your journey? Mm-hmm. My personal account is at Lee underscore. My personal account is at Mirabelle Lee. And our account together is at Anae Mirabelle. And, you can, and our TikTok is also at Anae Mirabelle. 
Amazing. And do you guys have anything on the horizon that is about to come out other than Saturdays or anything you're working um, on? We have a show in development right now that's very exciting. It's with the Yay! two of us. So that's also very exciting. Yeah. You get to act alongside each other, which is something that I don't think anyone's actually seen us do before because we've always shared roles or just been in separate stuff. Mm-hmm. And, then- and we also have a skincare line that's set to come Yay. out in a few months, I think either April or May. So I'm so excited for the world to see that because I know a lot of people know this, but skincare is actually like one of our like really great passions. So I'm really excited for people to see that. Oh, heck yes. I'll be looking that up. Everybody needs some good skincare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, thank you both for being on the show. It was so nice getting to know you, and I can't wait to see all the awesome things you do in your career. Oh, thank awesome. you. It was great talking with you. Thanks again to Anae and Mirabelle for coming on the show. Make sure to check out Mirabelle's new Disney Channel show Saturdays premiering March 24th. And if you haven't watched The Sun is Also a Star or Babysitter's Club or The Upshaws or anything else we talked about, you should go watch it because it's all really good. And as always, thanks for coming in. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.